Come on. Welcome to Left Flip. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Drew Smith. Drew, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. All right, let's go. Drew is an award-winning professional songwriter, country artist. He's based in Nashville, Tennessee. He's also the owner of Gray Sound Recording and the creator of the Before You Record course for new artists. Drew, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Man, I uh, so I live in Nashville, Tennessee. First of all, thank you for having me, y'all, man. For sure. I want to make sure I say that because I'm, I'm grateful to be here with you this morning. Um, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Been a uh, been a full time musician since 2008. So whatever the math is on that, uh, I never was good at geology. So I'll let you do the numbers there. Uh, and um, I love it, man. I'm very blessed. Uh, I've got a a wonderful partner. Uh, she has a nine year old daughter. Um, uh, they're, you know, they're currently my world and, um, that music, man. And, uh, that's, that's pretty much what I'm living for now. I love it. Drew, what is your favorite song? Oh man. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> uh, is that, is that, is that an inappropriate question to ask? Is that just a really hard question to ask? I feel like everybody never, should know their favorite song. I feel like they should too, man. Uh, Cause I love asking people that question. But the, the thing with me is that if you ask me, uh, it's eight 30 in Nashville right now. So I can give you an answer now, but if you call me back at noon, I'll have a different answer. Oh, all right. It, it, it changes all the time, man. It really does. I think right now, um, Right now, my favorite song, there's a new Randy Hauser song that just came out a couple of weeks ago called, um, oh God, what is the name of it? Uh, uh, it'll come to me in a second. Yeah. It's the new Randy Hauser single. Uh, another favorite of mine is uh, the new Cody Johnson song, Till You Can't. And um, it just went number one yesterday. I had some buddies that wrote that, I'm really excited for them, but it's... Um, it's not my favorite because my buddies wrote it. It's it's just a, it's a well-written song. It's a great song. So that, those are my two favorites right now. I love it. What is it about music that, 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 that we love so much as human beings? That's an answerable question. I think it's connection. I think it's um, the ability to transfer a feeling an emotion um, and energy, all of those things through, through a song. I, th I think that people, um, when you can do that and you can connect that way, make it relatable, man, there's something about that. There's something nostalgic about it as well. You and I could probably sit here half the day, George, and, and go over, you know, list of songs just naming random songs that you know we heard 10 20 15 years ago whatever and go oh man God, that reminds me of that summer and you know wherever and and this memory and that memory and i mean it it emotes smells and feelings and 
everything else is just a magical thing, man. Music is a powerful thing. I think that's, um, it's a drug. Yeah. I think that's what we all love about it. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it, is it hard to write songs? Uh, it wasn't yesterday, but I, I have to go do it again in a couple hours. So, uh, it might be today. I've man, I've written over a thousand songs in my career. And some days they just fall out of the sky. And uh, other days you have to go find them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's different every day, man. I think the hard part, I don't think writing songs is hard. I think what's hard is being honest. And um, which should be an easy thing to do. But you know, that's a some, some days it's hard to be vulnerable in a song. Some days it's hard to be vulnerable, period. But I think it's hard to be honest. And I think it's also, it's also hard to be original and say something that hasn't already been said or to find a way to say it in, in a way that, is, that has never been done. Those are the hard parts about writing songs. Do you go in with an idea or do you go in with a framework and say, I'm going to write this kind of song today? And then, or what is your process? So typically, um, so I've been in songwriting deals for the last 12 years. And so uh, basically, so I have a, a, a publishing company that, you know, they will, they will book everything when you, when you write for a publisher, a publisher books everything for you, most of most everything, most of all your co-writes. So you show up uh, in a in a room with you know one or two other people, and you sit down with the goal of uh, writing the best song that you can that day. And typically, the way that it works is you you walk in, and we all kind of have our our uh, you know you know used to we had to keep them in notebooks. Now everything we just we keep all our ideas on our phones, and so you get in the room and everybody does the whole, Hey, how you doing? And how's your mom and them and all the catching up. And then you eventually, you know, break out the guitars and then you see everybody break out their phones after that. And you start going through titles and ideas. And we usually just throw around ideas for a little while until we land on something that everybody feels like is in the room that day. And, um, and, and it's always, I tell people this all the time, I, you know, you, you might throw out a hundred ideas collectively uh, in the room. It's almost never that much, you know, but, but you could throw out a hundred ideas in the room that day, but the, you always know the song that you're supposed to write that day because it's, it's always unanimous. You know, it's somebody will throw out a title and everybody in the room goes, yes, let's jump on that. Let's do that. Everybody's excited about it. So that's that's typically how we start, man. It just starts with an idea, and we just go from there. Fascinating that you just know, right? It's like throwing out different ideas. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But then when it hits, like yes, that is it. Yeah. It, it, here we have the um, we have the Nashville no, which is when somebody throws out an idea <laughs> or a line, and you you just go, oh yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. The Nashville no. Nice. Yeah. So uh, you are a professional songwriter and there are uh, 
I'm, I'm fascinated by that there's these brilliant musicians, rock and roll stars, that they just don't seem to produce new music. And, you know, it depends, I'm sure. But it's like, how is, uh, I'll just pull an example. How is James Taylor? He wrote some of the most wonderful songs in the world, I'm guessing, or sings them anyway. It's like, how is he not consistently producing new, amazing music? It's, it's wild, man. I, you know, I think for some of us, um, we just, we run out of words. J uh, James's brother, uh, Liv, he's still hard at it, man. Last time I saw him, he was, uh, it's was, it was a crazy story. Uh, I don't know if you have time for it. We're about to make time for it because it's a good story. Let's go. <laughs> I, I was on the road, man, and I was playing down in Augusta, Georgia, and um, I, uh, I played, I think it's called the Bell Theater, maybe something like that. Anyway, it's a, it's a big space. And uh, the Harlem Globetrotters were at the, um, the arena next door. And I was, I was kind of jealous that I was having to play a show and not because I've always wanted to see the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm not even a basketball fan, but I think those guys would be cool to watch. But the next day, I, I, uh, I get up and I'm checking out of the hotel and uh, I, they had a little Starbucks in the, the lobby of the hotel. And so I ordered a coffee and I go and I sit down in this chair and I'm waiting for it. And I had my, of course I had my luggage and I had my guitar there and this guy comes and he sits down next to me and he's got a guitar case and one little suitcase and he starts talking to me and I thought, man, this guy he looks so familiar. His mannerisms are familiar. His voice <laughs> is familiar. Like, I feel like I've, I've met this guy before and he's just a sweetheart of a guy and, and just talked to me. It was just like a, you know, regular old, regular old dude. And, um, he said, I saw your guitar. There's you, you play last night. I said, yeah, yeah, man. I played, you know, here at the, the this auditorium, you know, whatever the name of it was. And, I said, what about you? And he said, yeah, yeah. I played uh, the coffee shop down the street. I said, it was great, man. There was probably like 30 people there. And uh, I said, cool, man. That's, you know, that's awesome. And, and our, both of our coffee orders came up and he said, uh, he said, Hey man, he said, I would, uh, I'd love to give you one of my CDs. He said, do you, would you swap me one of my CDs for one of yours? I said, yeah, absolutely. And so we get outside and he hands me a CD and I'm digging one of mine out. And it was, it was Liv Taylor, it was James's brother. And Liv wrote a few of those huge James Taylor hits. And he's a professor uh, at, um, I believe at Berkeley. And it was spring break that year. And so he, during his spring break, instead of doing what most professors and teachers do, which I would assume would be to just relax for a week. Yeah. Um, this dude hits the road and drives as far as he can and plays coffee shops to 30 people and sells his CDs. And then, goes back home and goes right back to work. He's still writing songs. He's still recording songs and he's still teaching 
the the art and the craft of songwriting. And I think that is amazing that he's still at it. So to answer your question, George, I don't I don't know because it's, you know, he's doing that and James is just kind of, I don't know what he's doing, whittling or something, or maybe he's <laughs> took up painting or I don't know. Yeah. You know, but two guys that um who have had amazing careers. Uh and one of them, one of them still wants to get out there and dig, and the other just kind of wants to hang out. So I'm not sure, man. I guess we all have something that that you know drives us a little bit differently. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. I I love music so much. I love all different kinds of music. And you look at, I've always looked at James Taylor. I'm like, my goodness, I, I wish he would write more music. And then I look at a guy like Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, and they're just producing music constantly and it's awesome you know it's obviously different and my favorite is springsteen and he's out there however old the boss is and he's killing it uh it seems yeah. like on a nightly basis so it's it's just fascinating for people who are listening and they say you know what i've always wanted to or i've been trying to write songs your 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 advice to them you just go to college it's easier to deal with <laughs> It's cheaper too. Um, man, I, I, you know what? I say, if you want to write songs, write songs. And people have this, there's this great misconception that you have to be a musician to be a songwriter or that you have to be a musician to be a great songwriter. And that's just simply not true. There are songwriters in this town that, just can't play a lick on guitar or any other instrument um, or that they've been playing for 30 years or trying to play for 30 years and they just don't get it. They just can't pick it up, but they are incredible lyricists. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We have all the tools that we need now on our phones. So if you want to write songs, you know, download your little, um, a little voice recorder app on your phone and hum your melodies into that voice recorder and hum your lyrics. And, you know, anytime that you have a, a thought or an idea, write it down immediately because uh, I, I, I just can't seem to learn, George. I've been doing this. I've been writing songs for the better part of my life and I'll have a thought come to me in the middle of the night and I'll go, oh, yeah, that's easy. I'll remember that in the morning. And it always goes away, man. So if you ever have a thought or an idea, always write it down. But if you want to write songs, just write songs because there's absolutely nothing uh, to hold you back. And, and there, there's some great resources out there now, man. You can get online and you can find tracks that have already been written and recorded that you can write lyrics to. And if that uh, if that helps you um, if that helps motivate you to write songs, I, I think, and you're not a musician, I think that that's a wonderful tool to have because it's at least it's forward motion for the process of of writing and getting words out. You've got something behind you that's enforcing your ideas and makes you want to spit more words out to complete you know sentences and phrases. So. If you want to write songs, write songs. How important is it? And I assume it's better if I can read music, but not essential. Nope. 
doesn't matter. I um, took music theory in high school. I read music. <clears throat> I was a uh, I was a relatively proficient sight reader. So you could just throw sheet music in front of me and I could just, you know, play it, uh, not perfectly, but really close. And since I've been a professional musician, I've not read a single note of music. <laughs> haven't written it, haven't, I mean, nothing. So, uh, and I think that's another misconception people have. So if you don't, if you don't, if you don't understand sheet music, how to read music, how to write music, doesn't matter. It doesn't, uh, that, that shouldn't hold you back anymore. No excuses. No excuses now, man. <laughs> Let's go. Love it. Let's go. <laughs> it's a great time to be alive, man. I mean, it really is. It doesn't matter if you want to write songs or if you want to be a plumber, if you want to, it doesn't matter what you want to do. It's there's so many resources now and we're, we're living in a really amazing time. That's well said. Well, Drew, the people are ready for your difference making tip, even though that was a really good one. What do you have for them? Uh, I think just that, man. I think whatever you want to do, it's out there and, uh, and it's, and it's out there to be had and it's out there to be yours. And if, if you can, if you can dream it and if you can believe it, then you can live it. And uh, I say, just go live it. Well, I think that, that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. Drew, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? Where can they check out the Before You Record course? Ah, the Before You Record course. You can, uh, you can find that at beforeyourrecord.com. You can find all my personal stuff, my songs, and what I'm doing as an artist and producer at drewsmithlive.com. Uh, I've tried to make it really easy for everybody. All of my social handles are at Drew Smith Live. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of those things. It's all at Drew Smith Live. Nice. Do you feel extra pressure when you're on TikTok, Drew, versus other mediums? I don't, George, <laughs> because I hide from TikTok because I don't understand it. Oh, that's awesome. If you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Drew your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out the Before You Record course at beforeyourrecord.com. Find all things Drew Smith at drewsmithlive.com. And then all over social media, his handle is at drewsmithlive. I'll link all those in the notes. Thanks again, Drew. Thank you, George. I appreciate you, man. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.